How many of you guys know we have an authority crisis in America? We have an authority crisis in America. And we no longer honor leadership. We no longer respect. I heard that word today. We no longer respect leadership. You guys already know, Carlos, you know the time starts right now. We no longer respect leadership. We no longer honor leadership in America today. And unless something happens, we will face a greater crisis and maybe the disintegration of America herself. Any church that does not honor Christ or any leader does not surrender to the lordship of Christ is in for a collision course. How many of you guys know that there is authority in the Bible? The Bible says that we ought to honor. There is a, a kingdom authority that we ought to honor in our life. And I want to go, go with me to Matthew 13. And, and this won't take me very long to preach. It took me longer to say all that stuff. Sometimes I, I have to go that way to, to kind of break and mend mend my own heart some of you guys think well that's easy for you to go up there it's, yeah it's easy for you to say that coming up here you don't know i i still get nervous sometimes coming up here you know especially a lot of people might say well you do that for show no it's not for show i need the presence of the holy spirit before i come up here i need god's anointing and god's uh, refreshing before i come up here in Matthew 13, verse 57, it says, and, and I always like to go to the verse and read it and have you open your Bibles and read it because how many of you guys grew up on black and white? Not black and white TV. How many of you guys are aware? Remember we grew up on black and white TV. I grew up on black and white. Is the preacher opened the Bible and you followed along the black letter. I love what my pastor used to say, I'll prove it to you in black and white. Don't just say something if it's not in the word of God. I'll prove it to you in black and white. I tell the men's home all the time. I ask them a question. They say, well, with the Holy Spirit, no, stick to the text. Matthew 13, verse 57. So they were offended at him. But Jesus sent to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house. Honor is the word precious. In other words, a prophet is without valuable. What's the word precious again? Costly. Uh, 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 the, the, the prophet is without honor. In other words, there's, there's no respect. There's no value. And the Bible says that Jesus said to them, a prophet is without honor except in his own country and in his own house. And look at the predicament, verse 58. Now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And their unbelief is that they would not honor him. They would not honor him. They dishonored him. Well, what did they say? Oh, that's the son of Mary. Oh, that's the carpenter's son. So they had no honor. They didn't place no honor in his name. They didn't place no honor in Jesus. So he couldn't do no mighty works there. 
if you go over to Matthew chapter 12, and this isn't on the screens, but if you go over to Matthew chapter 12, the Bible says that he healed them all in Capernaum. Now, in Matthew 13, he's in Nazareth. Where was that? His hometown, his own barrio, I guess. For those of you guys that like slang, Jesus was in Nazareth, and he could do, do no mighty works there. And so he, he left. In, in Luke 4, Luke 4, 27, they have that one on the screen. Put that one up. It says, then passing through the midst of them, he went his way. Because in, in, in Nazareth, the Bible says they were upset at him. And they said, where did this man get all these things? And they were offended at him. If you continue reading in, in Luke chapter 4, it's in black and white. Read it. I'm not just saying it. If you read it, the Bible says that they were offended at him and they tried to throw him off the cliff. Is that in the Bible? Why did they try to throw him off the cliff? Because they did not honor him. Oh, how we need to honor Jesus Christ or he'll go his way. Pastor Mike said it last week. Oh, how I long to visit you. But you would not honor the day of your visitation. So the Bible says that passing through the midst of them, he went his way. And I got, I, how many of you guys know the Bible is the word of God? And so is the Bible maps, the word of God. So how far is Nazareth from Nazareth to Capernaum? I took a picture for you. And we're going to show you how far Nazareth is from Capernaum. You got that? Nazareth to Capernaum, you could easily hold it there. You could walk there probably in less than an hour. In Capernaum, the Bible says he healed them all. Anyone that had a disease, he healed them all because all of them believed in him. All of them honored him. All of them reverenced him. All of them obeyed his word and he healed them all. But in Nazareth, the Bible says he could do no mighty works there. Are you learning something here this morning? I hope you are. How many of you guys know that we have an authority crisis in, in America we don't no longer, like Pastor Mike said, we no longer respect the office of president. Oh, because he has a foul mouth. Well, the Bible says to pray for your leaders that we may live peacefully and so that the word of God uh, uh, may be proclaimed in our nation. Uh, now, I may not be able to agree with him, but can I pray for the man? I don't know about you, but the ministers that I follow, I see them surrounding him, praying for him. And, and when, when they, and I mean, I have to believe them. I don't think they're lying that when he prays for them that he, that he even gets on his knees in, in their presence, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Honor is very, very precious. And when you honor Jesus, he says, I won't pass you by, but I'll do a miracle in your life. I'll heal you. How many of you guys know it's honor is very precious when God says honor your wife and live with your wife. Some of you missed it and the Holy Spirit said, I want you to say it one more time. Honor your wife and live with your wife. Because if you don't, the Lord does not hear your prayers. Isn't that in the word? 
As a matter of fact, you can pray here. I could pray here. And the Lord says, your prayers do not leave the ceiling of the room you pray. My wife knows when I'm living with her in a dishonorable way. And she'll tell me. And she says, you don't tell me you love me. You don't say those things. You don't say you're sorry. She puts it on me. You ought to see my behind. I got bruises. You, ha you have to honor your wife. And, and, and God says, I, I will not hear your prayers. So if God will not hear your prayers, if you don't honor your wife, do you think that Jesus is going to extend his hand of blessing if you do not honor him? Wow, I only get one amen. Come on, give me an amen. I'm preaching the truth. I'm preaching the truth. I know this is different. I never preached anything like this before. I wish I could have just, I was trying to remember my preaching last week. I said, I'll just re-preach that one. <laughs> I, was, I was reading, and we don't have this. You have to apologize because sometimes when I write these sermons, I don't, I don't write all the verses down. And then I text them to the girls and they say, well, you don't give us all the verses in order. And sometimes they're not even on my sheet here. But, but and Luke, don't laugh. Because they don't laugh when we go home. You should see when we go home, they're all upset at me. My food is cold and, you know, my plate, they just, they laugh in church, but you should see when I go home. So that's why you take notes. But uh, Luke chapter 7, um, watch, watch this centurion. They don't have it on the screen, so open your Bible uh, or, or turn on your cell phone. I, I said that in the studio because we're doing the second man teachings to the prisoners. We're sending them these teachings on DVD. Pray for that. I really need God's touch and blessing on that. And I said, open your Bibles. Open your cell phones in your cells. And God said, they don't have cell phones in their prison cells. Que pendejo. That was just a joke. Luke chapter 7. Watch the centurion soldier. And the Bible says, and a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. And the Bible says in, in chapter uh, se in verse 7 of chapter 7, it says that the, the centurion soldier came to Jesus and says, Therefore I did not even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word. Notice, but say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does that. And the Bible says that Jesus said, wow, I have not seen such power and authority and position in all of Israel. No, that's not what he said. The Bible says, oh, I have not seen such Faith. As a matter of fact, I wish Jesus would have said, no one talks like that. Because the Bible says, I have not heard. What? Look what he says. The, the servant, the, the, the centurion soldier who had power and authority, delegated power and authority. You know what's going on today in America? There's lawlessness. Why is there lawlessness against authority? Because people do not, do not obey authority. Now I know some police abuse their authority. 
But you have to realize that delegated authority, authority is not yours. When you have authority that has been given to you, it's not yours. And the centurion said, I thought myself not worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servants shall be healed, because, Lord, I'm under authority, and I know that at my word, what did he say? At my word, I say unto one, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, the Bible says he marveled at him. He marveled. Not at his power and his authority. He marveled at his faith. He marveled at his submission. Oh, he says, I honor submission. I honor those that honor me. Delegated authority. Those that have been, have sworn an oath. Every police officer in America, listen to me now. Every officer that is sworn and even public officials, by the way, in case they forgot that you have a duty to protect and preserve and to uphold the Constitution. Isn't that what the, the Constitution says? I will preserve and protect the Constitution. But when a police officer is told to stand down, you have no authority, what are they going to do? They're going to turn in their badges and they're going to turn in their guns. And that's why when you hear the message of defunding the police, the police are told by their chief captains, you do not, you, you stand down. So if a police captain is, or a chief of police is telling his officers on the street to stand down, what's going to happen to the authority on the street? People aren't going to obey them. People aren't going to surrender to them. So you have chaos on the streets. Am I preaching the truth or am I not? So we have an authority crisis in America. And God says if you want respect and if you want honor, then you must reestablish authority. Now, not because you have authority, but because you're submitted to authority. And Jesus said, I have not, well, this is the kind of preaching we grew up on in this ministry, in case you forgot. Wow, you're preaching such great messages. This is what has been imparted to us. So Jesus said, oh, I have not seen such words spoken what are the words that he's saying? And I have to look at my notes because when, when, when this centurion came to Jesus, he said, I say to one, go, and he goes, and I say to one, come, and he comes. You know what Jesus said? I recognize that language because when I called my disciples, what did I say? Come, follow me. When I, when all authority has been given unto me, therefore, shout it, therefore, you're a little, you're a little sleep this morning. That's my job is to wake you up. So when this centurion soldier said, I say to one, go, and he goes. I say to another, come, and he comes. I say to another, do this, and he does it. He says, it's because I myself am a man under authority. See, the blessing of the supernatural will depart where it is not honored. And Jesus said, I'm not honored in Nazareth. So he departed from them. 
And here's the thing that I wrote down. Dishonor closes you out of the supernatural and the possibility of receiving spiritually what avails you. If you do not respect authority, if you do not honor authority, you will not receive your supernatural breakthrough. You will not even receive that anointing for ministry if you are not submitted to authority. You have no authority where there's no obedience. Some of us love that word obedience. Because of dishonor and disbelief, you cut off God's power. Bible says if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. I hope you, I'm not a prophet, but if you receive what's coming from this pulpit, the Bible says you receive What's coming from this pulpit? Sister Celia said it before I even preached. She read my notes. Respect that man of God. They preach the word of God to you. It's not respecting God. It's not respecting the man. It's respecting God who's anointed the man. We have this problem in the men's home. Now you got discipline. Well, I'm not going to do discipline. I'll just leave. What did he just say? I'm not surrendering or submitting to your authority. So we have an authority issue. Not an obedience issue. An obedience issue is an authority issue. If you cannot obey your leaders, you don't have an obedience issue. You have an authority issue. You don't understand authority. And I wrote this down and they have it on the screen. You cannot get under what God wants to put or you cannot get over what God wants to put under you until you get under what God puts over you. That's not Greek. It's English. Now listen to me. You cannot be over until you're under and you cannot have authority until you get under the authority that's over you. You guys misspelled over. <laughs> that was me. I humbly surrender to the Lord this morning. That was me. So here's your leadership here's your authority I got 14 more minutes and I'm almost done with my message when you are under this umbrella the covering of the Lord you are under authority you are under protection you are under a covering am I in the Bible or am I not in the Bible I know I look like Mary Poppins right now but never mind, never mind the illustration. My illustrations preach better than my messages sometimes. But listen to me. You are under authority. Don't take a, come under authority. You are protected by that authority. If I were to leave that umbrella, if I, come on, clap louder than that. I know you got a louder clap than that. When you come under that authority, you are protected. You are covered under that authority and you cannot leave that authority or else you'll be pelted believe me i know oh how we need to return to spiritual authority Hallelujah. go and come are the language of surrender oh be lifted up Go and come are the language of surrender. And when God sees a church that is surrendered to him, he says, I will do great and mighty works in Espanola. I will do great and awesome things in your presence. If you will honor me, if you honor me, if you will honor me, I will do the impossible with you. We have military men in this church we honor them but what if one of them were to say you know what i'm not going to do what my commanding officer says 
I'm supposed to be on duty today, but I want to be with my fiance today. What would they tell you, Justin? Article 14. I'm not, I never was in the military. There is strength that comes from surrendering to Jesus. There is authority that comes with surrendering to Jesus. And if there is no authority, if authority is not being obeyed, then we must restore authority in the house. If the father is not being obeyed, maybe the father needs to surrender back to Jesus again. How many of you guys would say this morning, I am at Christ's command, and when I am completely surrendered to Christ, then you become at his command. Lord, send me, I'll go. When the centurion came to Jesus, he didn't, Jesus didn't say and say, oh, what power, oh, what authority, oh, what position, no. Jesus said, oh, what faith, because he was submitted to authority. The Bible says if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. Matthew 10, 41, that Greek word means you get a hold of it. You will seize the reward. You will catch it. You will obtain it. You will obtain the prophet's reward. And I don't know about you, but I know prophets, they're looking for a great reward. There is no room for disrespecting authority and dishonoring authority no longer in America and in our churches. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, some of you guys think I forgot when I mentioned all those. The Bible says uh, to give honor to whom honor is due and obey those who rule over you for they watch out for you. He says if you do not obey them, if you do not honor them, the Bible says it will not, it's, it would be unprofitable for you. I, I was reading this the other day to the men's home. We were reading Exodus chapter 19, I think it was, when God was taking Moses to Mount Sinai to give him the law. And the Bible says, he says, you're the only one permitted to come up here. Everybody else to stay back because I don't want no one approaching me. I only want Moses approaching to me. And Moses, what you hear me say, I want you to go and tell the people and do not let them cross the boundaries. Go and read it. Exodus 19, he says, do not let them cross the boundaries because if they do, I will destroy them. Thank God for Jesus Christ who went to Mount Moriah and we no longer live under the law. But the Bible says I'm establishing authority that I speak to Moses face to face. And shortly after Exodus 19, you have Exodus 20, which is the Ten Commandments. Because see, if God did not establish Moses as the authority, then God said they will not recognize and they will not honor the Ten Commandments. Go back to the verse, previous verse in Hebrews. And he says, obey those who rule over you and be submissive. For they watch out for your souls as those who must give an account. He says, let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable to you. Notice the word he says, let them do so with joy and not a burden. And I, I got to just be reverent here for a minute because so many times in ministry, and I got to be honest, and if we're honest, so many times in ministry, ministry has become a burden and not a joy. And I wonder, Lord God, am I, have I become a burden to ministry? Has ministry become a burden? 
And is, is serving a joy anymore? And I wrote this down somewhere, but if, if we have lost the joy in ministry and we're carrying a burden, maybe it's because we need to restore authority and honor. Now, I know all of you guys, you're not a burden, but how many of you guys know that as pastors and leaders, we have happy times and burdensome times just like you? How many of you, if the church was on fire and we sent out a text message or a social media post because I know you guys are always looking on the gossip page and I said the rock is on fire and we need extinguishers how many of you guys would run to the church to put out a fire because isn't that what your pastors do for you Isn't that what your pastors do for you when your marriage is in shambles? When your marriage is on the rocks? When your house is on fire and it's your son in the hospital and it's your daughter in a coma or in an overdose or it's your parents or it's your mothers? How many times have they ran to you but we don't show them honor? And if I've lost the joy of leadership, go back to that. And in carrying a burden, we must restore spiritual authority. So the Bible says to give honor to whom honor is due. Obey those who rule over you. In other words, count them as precious. Oh, they're precious. And don't just do it publicly. Do it privately. When's the last time you called your pastor and said, Pastor, I just want to pray for you. I don't know what burdens you carry. But I honor you and I want to pray for you. Would you stand to your feet this morning? I have so many more illustrations. You know, it becomes such humor nowadays to disrespect authority. They got this picture, and we weren't going to show it because when I first saw it, it actually angered me. And I was going to show you the whole video clip, but we cut out the video clip, and we just took a picture. This is not Photoshopped. This was posted on social media. Give me a minute. I got four more minutes on that clock. But where does this honor and the lack of respect for leadership come from? Where does it start? Look at this picture. There's a bunch of little children, African-American children, and they're walking with these postcards, and their parents are saying, what do you say? They're kids. This is a Black Lives Matter campaign. Now, I know black lives matter. All of us matter. But God says, that is showing me dishonor. Your life, your prayers won't matter to me if you don't honor authority. Hmm. Honor matters. Honor matters. How many of you guys would agree with me that says honor matters? Who I honor and who I dishonor matters. 
Now I know they're recording this and my family listened to this. But I, I grew up in a time when, when you showed honor to your uncles and to your elders. And I had uncles that were brutal with me. Brutal. And they wanted me to show honor and respect to my grandparents. You don't dishonor, you don't disrespect my mom and dad. And if you did, they had a they would they, they had a lashing, a tongue lashing for you and more. And I remember my grandpa would say, Yeah, déjalo, no le regañan. But they instilled something to me in me that you honor your elders and you respect your elders. Nowadays, you got kids who talk back to their parents, talk back to their grandparents, and then they go to their job and try to talk back to their job to their bosses. When they're fired, oh pobrecito mijito, what did they do to you now? You didn't teach them honor, respect. They mouthed off to their boss, and so they got fired. So, I have these cousins, and I won't mention them by name. But they said, if my dad ever talked to my son like that, I would tell my grandson to tell my dad to go where to go. Oh, how we've changed in a generation. Because I knew, and that daughter knew, that if I dishonored my uncle in that manner... You know, they, they could look at you and talk to you in a certain way. And it put fear in you. Because you honored them. Now they may not have treated us right. Because the Bible says that our parents, our fathers, the Bible says they, they treated us. And they, they, they disciplined us as they saw fit. And sometimes how they disciplined us may not have been right. But we honored them. Maybe they spoke words to you. And I know that if they abuse you, and I know that sometimes the Bible says honor your parents. Because if you do, you'll live a long life. And some people say, well, I can no longer honor my father, honor my mother because of what they did to me. They've abused you or sexually assaulted you because that's the kind of culture some people grew up in. But I'm talking about restoring honor and spiritual authority back into our church and into our home. There is delegated authority. There is direct authority. And then there is usurped authority. And God does not honor authority that is usurped. In other words, if you take authority where you do not have authority and you rob authority from someone, God will not honor that authority. So I think it would be appropriate that this morning we would come under what God has put over us. And number one, that is Jesus Christ. That is Jesus Christ. We are under him. And if you belong to this church, you belong to this ministry. See, a lot of people choose when they're going to come to church and when they're not going to come because... Well, I don't know if they consider this their church or not, but I know that I need to be here every week. And I know we're too radical for a lot of people that come to our ministry. 
Wow, well, we wouldn't do that in our ministry where I came out of. Well, go back. And God told me to tell people, I'm looking for a new breed of people who will be submitted to me and surrendered to me and to my Lordship. And that we would honor leadership. That we would give honor where honor is due. Because the Bible says that they did not show him honor in Nazareth. And he could not do any miracles there. Is Carlos here? So let's try that one more time. Let's lift him up. Because he says, if I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. We honor you today. Would you just say these words? Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender and I submit to you. I honor you so that you can honor my request. I honor my wife so that you can hear my prayers. I honor the precious blood. I honor leadership. I honor your work. In Jesus' name. Now I ask you, God, to wash me and cleanse me with the precious blood. Oh, Jesus, we honor.